Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Freaking first cut. Golly. Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and we are going deep into East Lake this week's very special guest. You're probably already seeing him if you're watching on YouTube, but let me start the coaches here. Coach, welcome. What a thrill it is to be here Tour Championship Week and have the voice of the PGA Tour here. I am thrilled. Let's go. Mark just to, be, just, just to be clear, Coach is not our special guest. That's very true. I said this for the end. That's Kyle Porter. KP, welcome. Yeah, five wide. We're like the 99 Rams. Tory Holt, that crew. Yeah. That's the only one I could remember. I, there's a bunch of others that I'm blanking on. but uh, We're the Fab Five, and I'm Chris Weber in the corner calling timeout. <laughs> when we don't have that's, that's up here. Mark Immelman joins. Welcome. Yeah, listen, I've been working alongside John from like 2014, I think it is, and I usually just wait for him to talk. So, hello, guys. I'm going to let John go. All right. <laughs> uh, you've heard of him on we're live talk of the tour podcast. John Swantek. Swanee, welcome in. Thank you, guys. I'm thrilled to be part of the five wide package here on third down. I'm going to stay off left tackle. I'm going to chip <laughs> any blitzers coming off the edge, and then I'm just going to slip into my pattern as a safety valve if you need me. How's that? That's perfect. We can we can work with that. A couple of housekeeping items before we jump into this. Mark, they're coming for you, and they're willing to spend $3,800 to do wow. so. Wow. Spot in the one and done. The auction's over. Thirty-eight hundred bucks going to a very good cause, St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. That's amazing. It's an unbelievable cause. But Mark, I think this is an affront to you, our current leader. Oh, whatever. I mean, you guys are trying to- <laughs> Jeez, really. I, I, you know what? I, I've just the utmost admiration for Coach for having this grand idea. I mean, he's just a fount of knowledge and 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 inspiration, isn't he? Wow. It only took $3,800, Coach, for a compliment from Mark. and that, w- that was not a compliment. That was not a compliment. We all know that was not a compliment. <laughs> no, Coach, good job, man. I, I, I'm so, I think it's cool. You know, when we got that first message from Jacob where it was like 600 bucks, I was like, wow, this is awesome. Then to get the text this morning, I was like, I double took for a little while, and I put on the glasses. I'm like, really? This It's cool, it's cool stuff. Uh, Appreciate the fans for doing this. Of of all the people to set up a something that's technology based that would benefit both us and you know a, a great cause for for that to be coach is just truly it's incredible. Yeah. It's Did not- you have somebody do that for you, Coach Swanee? Do you see how this show goes every time? I do something great. I'm dynamic, and yet everybody <laughs> on the show just comes after me. It's okay. And you're. Yeah. You're you're underappreciated. You told me that was this was this was gonna get a little a little feisty and a little frisky, and I can yeah. I could see it unfolding that way already. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, Thirty eight hundred bucks. Jacob showing it on YouTube. Amazing. Right Sixty five different bids. Awesome, awesome stuff. If you want to get in on some merch, actually, I was in Wilmington, saw a couple of first cut pod shirts out there uh we are going on sale 20 percent off the rest of the year jacob showing you a qr code if you are watching on youtube if you want to go directly to the link in the description use you can use the code promo the promo code first cut 20 20 percent off all your merch shirts hats stickers tumblers all that fun stuff 
All right, let's jump into it. Tour Championship, our Super Bowl, and a little bit of breaking news coming out Tuesday morning. Will Zalatoris, WD, two herniated discs. We saw the pain that he was in, Swanee, uh, at the BMW Championship. He is going to opt out of the Tour Championship and also the President's Cup. So uh, obviously uh, a bummer here for Will. It's a little concerning, isn't it? In fact, I was thinking about backing Zalatoris in our discussion today. I think there was some real uh, – some value out there maybe for a top five finish where he was positioned at seven under just three back to, to start the week, because I thought maybe he withdrew from the BMW last week as a precautionary measure. And that made sense. He's a young guy. There's a long career ahead of him. And I thought actually he was going to be fit, energized, refreshed, ready to go here this week. So it's a little concerning. It is the end of the season. So there's a long sort of off season. I don't know the next time Will is going to tee it up, but uh, hopefully he gets it right. And he gets healthy because this is one of the brightest young stars in the game, as we've seen over the last year and a half, particularly to kick off the playoffs two weeks ago. Yeah, we have. And, and coach, I, I don't know if this is kind of the same injury, but remember he had to withdraw from the Open Championship when he took a bad swing and and kind of aggravated everything. And uh, now it seems like he might be on the shelf for, I mean, I'm not going to speculate, but obviously past the President's Cup and hopefully he gets right and doesn't have to deal with this, you know, every single year moving forward. Backs can be certainly troublesome for golfers. Yeah, yeah my senior year in college, I, I had my last game before Christmas, scored over 30 points, had one of the best games of my career, walked in the locker room, couldn't feel my legs because my disc had moved. I, I These are things that's going to last for his entire career and it can take a bad swing, it can take a bad movement, and that sucks. It sucks for him. So hopefully he has a great back doctor. Hopefully he called Tiger and they can get this fixed because this is something that you cannot think when you're swinging. Oh, am I going to tweak my back? Because think about how hard they all swing on the PGA Tour. So he's got to be 100% healthy. It sucks for him. It sucks for the Tour Championship because for a guy who won the first one and was in line, as Johnny said, to potentially win the FedEx Cup, uh, it sucks on so many levels for Zalatoris. Hey, Rick, by the way, 30 points for coach, zero assists, which probably wouldn't well, surprise Yeah, anybody. no, no, <laughs> no question there. What was your game like? Were you were you like a dame? Were you a, you definitely did not bang down low. I know that. Oh, I did. I did. No. I did. Well, I, I graduated. True story. I was the, my college's leader in points, rebounds, and assists, Swantec, and assists. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And I was three-time conference player of the year. Swanee, if you want to know how good he is, just ask him. You're damn right. You're damn right. You right. don't even have to ask. I'll just let I'm you know. I'm proud of the hard work. I'm proud of my well, hard you would, work. So you were a banger. Yeah. Well, I played at a smaller like a, college. I didn't play Division One. I. I played like Division Two NAI colleges. That, that, yeah, but but still, but still. So well, you I'm were six, like a like a. I'm six, were you like were you? I, well, I met you. Were you like a Mark Gasol? Like a, just a just a passer out of the paint. I'm more like Barkley. I was more like Charles Barkley. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Okay. So, yeah, I was thinking like Barkley or, or Oakley. Big man moving people down yes. on the blocks. I got exactly. You. Exactly. Right. Just yeah. get the yeah. Get you know who would have been awesome on the blocks is Rom John Rom with that ass oh. just moving his ass around that down ass, there. That, those thighs. Oh yeah. He'd bully you. He'd bully you down low for sure. I'm going to try to transition back to Will's out. <laughs> we digress. But, uh, you know, I, I picture Will Zaltor standing up at the top of the top of the key. You know, maybe he's a three-point shooter. He's not going to be playing in the Tour Championship. Um, and now we're going to – I mean, there was, there was kind of a, a clear delineation of the top 12 for the President's Cup. This is going to open up a spot in that event for someone that, you know, a couple of days ago we probably didn't think had, had much of a chance. Yeah, before I go there, though, I just I do want to highlight what Coach said about the legs because we had him last week in the Marquee Group coverage on um, on PGA Tour Live on ESPN Plus, and that Saturday morning he made a few swings and his legs looked like they buckled underneath him. And then then the one that was kind of the straw that broke the proverbial camel's back, uh, he made a swing and his legs just gave way. And I, I looked at this, I'm like, this looks hectic, and, and and his golf swing lends itself to that because he's got such such side bend and a lot of forward bend, and he's obviously moving in high velocity. So that lower portion of the back, it's really impinged a whole bunch. And the problem is, as you look to this, is once a disc is herniated, you never get it back into place unless they go and shave on the disc and stuff and they do what they did to Tiger Woods. And down low in the back, that's just not a happy spot whatsoever because the nerve pain that comes from that is crazy. 
I've had neck issues and, and your arm will go numb or get on fire as coach's legs go. And so for 26, this is not a nice injury. And, and, and Swanee talks about not racing back. This is the kind of situation where Will has really got to put a pause on this and, and get as well as he can. And I'm not saying rebuild the golf swing because you cannot do that where he is, but they're going to have to look at measures, whether it's a certain amount of playing or certain rest times or whatever the case might be to, to alleviate this stuff. Because the last thing you want is to have a back fusion because like a colleague of mine, Dottie Pepper, she's had that done and her mobility is shot. And for Will Zalatoris, whose entire golf swing is built on that, that talk, that leverage, that tilting that he allows to hit up and hit it so far. If you start fusing stuff down there, he's not Will Zalatoris anymore. So, so I hope and pray that somehow they, they, they get around this. They'll have the best doctors of that, I'm certain. But it wasn't pretty. And when they carted him off the course Saturday morning, it didn't even look like he could sit down. And I was awfully concerned for him. Obviously, health number one priority, KP for Will Zalatoris. But let's look at this through a tour championship lens because 30 golfers now down to 29. And this is the first time that we've seen with this format that an injury is going to remove a golfer from the staggered start. In past years, he would have kept his FedEx Cup points, maybe fall into sixth, seventh, whatever that ends up being, still get his big bonus. But now he's going to he's gonna finish 30th here. Obviously, there's monetary uh, uh, differences in his positioning, but now the top of the leaderboard is going to look a lot different with that guy starting at seven under par, no longer in it. Yeah, it's bad timing for him, especially given the, the biggest purse ever at the Tour Championship. And it's, it's, you know, good, for, obviously, for Scheffler and Cantlay. I think it provides them with more breathing room. I, it, I heard somebody, I think it was Cantlay, was talking about how, and this was on Sunday night after the BMW, about how important it is to kind of be patient throughout the week because you can start looking at the leaderboard early on Thursday and you're like, what, what am I doing? Like, we've played three holes. And I think that... It's just, it's even more difficult now to see one of those two guys not winning this tournament. You're already up, you know, with, with a lead, and now you've got one of the guys in the middle taken out of it. And I think Scheffler and Cantlay are both super patient players that will, uh, that will unfortunately for Zalatoris benefit greatly from his absence. Yeah, Jacob, do we have that leaderboard graphic that we can pull up here real quick? Because, Swanee, now what it's going to look like is Scotty Shuffler at 10 under par, Patrick Cantlay two shots back at 8 under, and then another two-shot gap to Xander Shoffley at 6 under with Will Zalatoris's absence. So now this uh, starts to turn into a little bit of a, I don't know, three, four, five horse race. We can discuss that at some point, but uh, Scotty Shuffler and Patrick Cantlay kind of set to benefit from obviously a – disappointing situation from Zalatoris. I think so. And by the way, 500,000 will cushion the blow of finishing last year this week. So <laughs> yeah. that's a nice, nice safety net to have from the 50 million in, in, uh, in bonus money. Everyone where they were positioned doesn't start any closer, but one player ahead of them was eliminated. So this is not insignificant for the guys who were six under par, five under par, even four under par, because the last couple of years since the staggered start system has been employed, no one lower than five under, on, five under on the leaderboard has been able to close that gap. So now I think there's a couple of dangerous guys at four that we'll probably speak of that have a more viable chance to take the cup this week. That's that's kind of the dirty little secret here, coaches. It's not necessarily the number of strokes. We've seen Justin Thomas make up seven strokes on a Sunday. We've seen it happen back to back weeks. We've seen leads evaporate on the PGA Tour. Often it's how many guys you have to pass. And it's only now 29 in the field, much less up top. This this does kind of open things up in a different direction. Well, the odds are going to reflect that. There's so many different things that are going to reflect that. And also, you got to remember, in a regular tour event, if there are you know three guys or four guys, and that's all we're talking about here within five shots, they're not always the top players in the world. Scheffler and Cantlay being at the top is completely different than, say, Sepp Straka or Russell Knox being at the top. These guys, as everybody's already talked about, they understand how to play with a the lead. They understand how to look at the, the scoreboard. And so I think now... You're, they're going to be starting out thinking that it's a match play. But here's the problem. What did we see last year? After the first day, we don't even talk about the staggered start anymore because it doesn't matter. So if the guys at four and five can have a really good start on Thursday, maybe we have a tournament. But if the two guys at the top play well, it could be a two-horse race, which, which can still be very, very uh, captivating. 
Uh, that was just an absolute drive-by on the European Ryder Cup team. Seb, Russell Knox. I mean, you're talking, <laughs> you're, you're talking about guys that favorites. might be – they might be the top two players behind Rory and Brom and Hovland in, in next year. You're so funny. <laughs> How far back is too far back, Kyle? Because we've got Rory McIlroy lurking at four. Brom, yeah. three under par. Our U.S. Open champ, Matt Fitzpatrick, also three under. Victor, Jordan Spieth, two under par. Uh, yeah, I think it's – I think it's honestly, if you're at three, I, I don't know, man. Like – your, your problem is not necessarily Scheffler and Cantlay. It's the fact that Xander, who just destroys this course, and Rory and Finau are all ahead of you also. And so you can overcome one guy, even if he's six up or seven up. But can you overcome all these guys who are ahead of you to start? Maybe. I, I Rom and JT can obviously get super hot, and all those guys are good players. But... You know, I think there's a reason. The first three iterations of this, nobody's come from farther back. Rory was fifth in 2019. He went on to win. The other two have been first to start. It was DJ and uh, what 20, and then yeah. Cantlay was was 10 under last year. So I, I just, I think that's probably going to be a theme as long as the format is like this. And I, I, I would, I find it, I would find it difficult to. I, I think it will probably be somebody from T5 and up. Uh, on this leaderboard that ends up winning. Well, Great. and what I find so interesting, Swanee, is that uh, Eastlake is a really good place to do the staggered start, right? It's not going to turn into a birdie fest where they're going to end up at 35 under or anything like that. Shooting two or three under par every single day is probably moving you up the leaderboard in a significant fashion. So this is kind of a good place to implement the staggered start because, yeah, there's there's bogeys out there. You got to take advantage of the fives. It's It's not going to just roll over for you. Yeah, and that's where I land on guys who have had success here, Rick. And that's that's why I land on McElroy this week. But Zalatoris eliminated from the equation. One last guy to leapfrog. Um, we've been in this position with Rory before, where we've seen him on the final day, six back, going into a major championship, a meaningful event, FedEx Cup playoffs, what have you. And what happens? Well, usually falls short and breaks our heart. But that's a conversation for another time. My my point today Just, is everybody's doing drive-by. Today. <laughs> <laughs> my point today is I can't think of a player who's more capable of making up that much ground over the course of four days, much less one. So McElroy, as a FedEx Cup champion on this golf course, is the most dangerous player in the field to me. And there's a certain freedom. Mark, as you know, and all you guys know, from coming from off the pace and not trying to protect a lead and bring a title home late on a Sunday. Um, and I think that's a position that McElroy in particular thrives in. Is there anybody scarier than six shot back Rory McElroy, Mark? Is that the scary? <laughs> well, Especially on a Thursday. He should yeah. petition the Masters that they that they should have a staggered start <laughs> so he can try to come back from that. Well, yeah. it's, Ouch. It's, well, it's funny you say it's funny you guys say that. And and when you mention someone McElroy breaking someone's heart, that guy show up on the show because this happens so often. Um, I if there's a course where it's likely to happen, just the way this golf course sets up where you've got a mean starting hole. The first two holes are difficult, but then there's about the only respite on the place with holes three and five. Four is a brute, but three and five you can get after. And if you can get through there, if you're Rory, a couple under, then all of a sudden a Scheffler or someone who gets off to a rough start in one makes a bogey and makes another one maybe on four, then that lead is essentially a rest and we're still in the first round. Um, so, so it's possible, and I'm with John, in terms of firepower, there's no doubt he's got it uh, the way he, I thought he was playing last week. Everything appeared there. You know, the rust of Memphis seemed to be gone, but he just really struggled on the greens, which was surprising to me. But I got to tell you this, um, Swanee and I, we've covered this uh, tour championship many moons now. And, and if there's a guy who can read these greens, I would say Xander is number one and Rory McIlroy is the next one because their record around that place is impeccable. And with all the rain we've had here, it's going to be long and that rough is going to be dangerous. And so you better be able to drive it long and straight. And so Xander, Rory, Ram, all those sorts of guys to me, they, they start looking very enticing, even though they're a few strokes back. Staggered start 
fourth year for it, coach. I've been uh, I've been critical of the PGA Tour for the like I th this is way better than the old format that we had, where someone was oh, just doing the, the napkin math of trying to figure out who's doing what and what's Steve Sands. All this stuff. This is this is way better than than that, and I'm I'm glad we have it. <laughs> I'm wondering if Steve Sands had to take a pay cut because there's a lot of what he did he does not have to do anymore. And it, it was it got very confusing and having the two. I think what ended up happening when Justin Rose won and then Tiger won, it was like, who do we root for? We love that Tiger won, but then Justin Rose won $15 million and we just forgot about him. And I think that was the ultimate trigger. And so now you have one champion and that's what you want. And also this put an emphasis on the regular season. So what are we seeing? We're seeing top guys play more because they understand where they have to get to to have that advantage. And I think that this was the right move. And I think right now is the perfect tour championship to reward everything. Yeah. All that hard work, Swanee, that Scotty Scheffler did this year. Uh, I mean, it was a historic year, year in so many ways to, to get those two shots. Uh, we, we've, we've mentioned two shots can go away in an instant, but he has created a situation where barring some disaster, he's likely to be in the top three or four, no matter what happens. So that is, that's the reward for the season long greatness. Absolutely. And that's the body of work that, that Scotty has built uh, this season that uh, makes him deserving of having that advantage. Uh, everybody has an idea and opinion on how this week should go, how the final day should go. I mean, fans have lobbied for match play, for instance, you know, 18 million in a wheelbarrow off the off the 18th green winner take all. Would that be cool? Yeah. Would it be captivating and exciting? Yeah. Would it create a, a scenario in which some of the top players would have already been eliminated? Possibly. Is that going to sit well with rights holders? Probably not. Is that going to sit well with sponsors who are pouring their resources into the event? Probably not. So it's not a perfect system, but I think for this point in time, it's the best system we have to work with. Yeah. Uh, all right, Swanee, we'll get you. We'll get you out of here on this. Sounds like Rory McIlroy is your your pick to win, or just someone that you like. Is he, is he the guy you're willing to plant the flag in the ground for this week? In sure. Can we ask Mark if he's a, is Rory a sleeper this week, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, no, I don't do that all the time. Uh, I'm no in terms of sleepers. Sleepers, I'm I'm riding Adam Scott again, but no, Rory. Rory should be. He's one of the headliners, and to me, Swanee, I, I think. If you stay in front of Rory, you're likely uh, close to the title. Yeah, I would agree. So, yeah, I, I would plant the flag with Rory, Rick. I, I will give you one other name of a player who's who's well back. He's out of the picture. Nine shots back, in fact. Is he going to win this week? No, but I think this is an important week for Billy Horschel, who starts the week at minus one. He has been a champion on the PGA Tour this season. He's playing well. He's a FedEx Cup champion 2014. He's won on this golf course, and he is highly motivated to compete for an international team for the first time ever. President's Cup is up uh, in Jacob's part of the world in Charlotte next month. Billy, I think, would absolutely run through the wall of the team room if he were to be one of the captain's picks of Davis Love. I think he's going to get one, more than likely, but it's not a lock. If he plays well this week where he's won the FedEx Cup, and I think it is a lock. Right, Billy Horschel to make a move up the leaderboard. And if you go over to Caesar, Caesars offers him at 40 to one without the starting strokes. You can get him at level playing field uh, for this week at the tour championship. John Swan tech is available on Twitter at J Swan PGA tour. Swanee always appreciate you jumping on. Thanks so much for it. Thanks, Johnny. It was, it was fun. You guys behave the rest of the show. All right. <laughs> See you, Swanee. Thanks, man. No yeah. problem. Oh. On that. All right, we are going to jump into our best bets, our one and done with, which has just seismic implications for this week. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. It's a really fine line creating workout clothes that are great in the gym and workout clothes that are also great to look at outside the gym. And Viore has threaded that needle. They are designed to work out in, but they don't look like it. They don't feel like it. And it's incredibly comfortable stuff, whether you are running, training, swimming, doing yoga, running errands, lounging around the house. It really doesn't matter. These are versatile clothes. You'll find me often in the men's Sunday performance 
against Jogger because I, I like the Jogger situation that goes on down at the bottom, but they're very comfortable. Uh, they've got a little bit of a shorter inseam, so they're not as bulky as, as other pants or other Joggers that I have seen out there, and I've really enjoyed how they work both in and out of the gym. So now, here's what you can do for four our listeners. Uh, first-time purchasers are getting 20% off. All you have to do is go to viori.com slash first. That's V-U-O-R-I.com slash first. Again, not only will you receive 20% off your first order, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75. And here's my favorite part, free returns. Yeah, go check it out. Viori.com slash first and discover the versatility of Viori clothing. Did you know that more than 75% of Americans will experience foot pain in their lifetime, but only 10% will seek out a solution for that pain? Those numbers do not add up to me, and I know it can be confusing, the biomechanics of the foot, the bones, the muscles, everything in between, but solving foot pain is simple, and that's where Superfeet comes into play. These Superfeet insoles go into your shoes, give your feet comfort and support where they need it the most, and redistribute the forces that reduce both stress and strain through your entire body, not just your feet. Insoles have been uh, phenomenal for me uh, personally, and they are clinically proven to decrease fatigue, reduce injury, and improve comfort. I can attest to that myself, especially when walking a a lot of golf holes that I play. So if you feel good, you play good, you look good, everything works out from there and it starts from the bottom up. Visit superfeet.com and enter promo code FIRST at checkout for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. And we're back. Best bets. Let's do it. All right, coach, I went over to Caesar Sportsbook. I scoured every square pixel. I'm sure you did too. And you found us the best possible bet for the tour championship. What'd you find? Oh my gosh, I can't even believe that we could get this bet, but we can. I want to tell people at home, be very, very careful this week. Top fives, top tens. You're going to see numbers that don't even make sense, but it's only because there's 30 players. John Rahm is minus 900 for a top 20 finish. Be careful. (laughs) Be careful, okay? But here it is. John Rahm, I love how he's playing. And we said... Prior to the playoffs, he needed some time. He just had a second baby. He didn't touch his clubs. He wasn't practicing. That was evident. But then what happened in the final 27 holes last week? He played fantastic. His putter figured that out. So I think John Rahm over Justin Thomas at minus 140 is an absolute steal. JT just isn't playing good golf right now. He doesn't have his A game. And as Mark said, if you're not driving a straight at this place, it could be a very long week. I love this matchup. Uh, B, yeah, coach is absolutely right. Books are offering with starting strokes, without starting strokes. Make sure you figure out what your yes. bet on. Now, John Rahm and Justin Thomas both starting at three under par. So does it matter in that scenario because they're going to start at the same spot? But make sure you understand and you don't freak out when you see John Rahm is, yeah, minus 900 to finish inside the top 10 or whatever it is. Uh, Mark. <laughs> This was very creative and hat tip to our friends over at Caesars who had some creative options this week in the form of par three winners, par four, par five winners. You've opted for a par three version. Who is it, please? Well, first off, I saw this and I was like, wow, this is cool. So I figured I had to try and find something in there that was worthwhile. And and I would, to Coach's point, caution folks on par fives this week because there's only two if you're looking at this stuff. So be a little careful there. One of them is reachable. In fact, both of them are reachable. But but the first one, number five, sort of plays a little awkward with a narrow green. Anyhow, um, the par threes around this place are four brutes. Uh, second up the hill is like a six iron, seven iron, if you're fortunate, to a small undulating green. And then you've got nine, which is 230 yards or so, uh, to a very undulating green, well bunkered. Um, then you get 50, uh, pardon me, uh, the downhill 11th. Tiny green, it plays like a seven iron or so for these guys, maybe less depending on where the teeing ground is. And then 15 is the island green. They do have a short tee. They didn't use it last year around because they'd moved spectator stands out into the way of where it would be. I expect more of the same this year. And so that hole will be 210 yards over water at an angle with crosswinds. So suffice to say, you better bring your par three game. And Xander, I looked through the numbers the whole season, there's eight under par on the par threes. And inside of the top few on the PGA tour and he is the leading guy who's in this field. So I was like, well, why not have a Fletcher? I mean, I don't know what his uh, greens and regulation or strokes gained iron play on numbers are, 
but the way I've watched him, he just hits it in the center of the green all the time. And he's very comfortable on these greens. He said to me, it sort of feels in a way like San Diego. So I was looking for a way to plug him in. And I just think at plus 1400, I think it's a great bet. Yeah, 14 to 1 for Xander to win the par three scoring title, which is something I don't think I've ever said before. That's fun to say. Uh, I went with Hunky Tony with the stroke. So he's going to start at uh, T6, four under par to finish inside the top 10, minus 118 for that. I just like the way he's playing. We've talked about it on this podcast plenty of times. We thought there was a, a decent chance he'd end up winning the FedEx Cup. I think it's still possible. I'll take him to finish inside the top 10. And KP, you also found yourself something from the X-Man. Yeah, I went with Xander. This is, uh, it's not noted on the. This is without the strokes. No, this is with strokes. I would be very surprised if that was the case. I would, I would too. Because he's starting at, he's starting in fourth. Yeah. And you're getting plus money on him to finish top five. This, I can find out what the number is for you otherwise. So uh, I'm looking at Caesars and it says top five finish, including FedEx Cup strokes. He's plus 110. Scheffler minus 275. Apparently, you didn't uh, inspect every square pixel there, Rick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that seems like we should go smash it. Right? Ky Kyle is right. Kyle's, he, Kyle can is I, right. Can I change my bet? <laughs> Scheffler is minus 275. Cantley is minus 165. Xander is plus 110. Then everybody else is plus money on down. He's right. He's right. He's definitely right. Yep. I'm stunned by that. I am yeah. too. I am too. That's I why. Too. That's why. That's why I picked it. I mean, his 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 history here is a joke. He's finished last five appearances: first, T seven, second, T two, T five. He's gaining three and a half strokes around, which is like a tiger at all courses in his very very apex prime number. The next best is Rory, who crushes at East Lake. He's at two point seven. So Xander is almost a full stroke better than Rory at Eastlake and Rory's been unbelievable there. Um, and he starts in the top five. So hat tip. Love to it. You. Oh, you that, That's a good pick. Yes. That's pretty strong. I'm stunned by that. Wow. Okay. Plus, uh, plus one ten for Xander Shoffley to finish inside the top five, including the starting strokes. He starts at four. He starts at six under. He's going to start in third because Zalatoris is out. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm gonna fire up the. I, old I, I, I don't want to insult Caesars, but <laughs> there's a pretty good chance that they haven't changed the numbers yet. Whoever is I, doing that, I think that's. Chance. I think that's probably right. Yeah. Right? There's just no. This is. So I would. I would bet it now. And play. he's playing great. It's. It's not as if you're just relying on the past course history. He's yeah. playing obviously yeah. really well coming in. It's not, no offense to Sepp Straka, it's not Sepp Straka who just you know worked his way up to like six under par or whatever. This is like the guy. Yeah. Wow. Hey, Coach, I guarantee you someone at Caesars is looking at that stuff right about now. You're maybe. damn right they are. Because <laughs> this could mean a significant loss for Caesars. When you make a mistake like this at a sports book, it can mean losing your job. That's how serious this is. Hey, for the record, I still like Xander uh, winning the par threes for that number. That's, that's crazy good. Yeah. Uh, good. All right, let's run through – our winners and the way that we've done this for this week is with strokes and without strokes. Now we are, uh, with strokes basically on the same page here. Uh, Mark coach myself, Kyle doesn't have a pick in the outline yet. So we'll get to that in a second. Uh, have gone with, have gone with Patrick Cantlay Mark, uh, coming off his BMW championship victory, looking to defend again this week. Cantlay at plus three fifty seems like the guy. Yeah. I was high on, Patrick after I got to watch him in Detroit. I mean, to me, and I'm digging now, the golf swing was, I'd mentioned it, it, it looked for a while during the season where he was making a fade backswing and then trying to draw the ball, which is his preferred shot. And now he's got the backswing a little deeper. He looks well-timed. I mean, he's hitting the ball longer too. It's the, the, the carry numbers are, are really good. And, and, and he putts beautifully, um, and folks will critique him for that, but the whole game is there, and he was playing with a whole bunch of confidence, and now to pull one off and do it the way he did, I mean, I always look at what that sort of performance between the ears is, and that two-putt he had on the last green last week to ice it, that was so difficult, man. I was at that place in November last year, and that, that slope on that green is steep, and those greens were burnt out and crispy in places, and he rolls the thing up there to mere inches away, nearly holds it. 
I was like, not only is this a guy who's on top of his nerve, not only a guy who's physically there, but he's just able to connect mind and body to just deliver this thing at the right place at the right time. And so uh, I'd said I thought he was going to be a good pick this playoffs. It's now proving fruitful, and he's been very successful at this place, and so I expect more of the same. Uh, more of the same would be very good at plus 350. Coach Patrick Cantlay looked dialed in last week and obviously plenty of success around Eastlake. Yeah, I, I actually like him with the strokes or without the strokes, to be honest with you. Scotty Scheffler's just making too many mistakes. And I think that when he gets to put in this position, which he's never been in before, I think he's going to struggle. Cantlay, and I put this out on Twitter last Thursday. Somebody said, hey, coach, what do you think about Cantlay moving forward? I said he always gets stronger by the round by the event. And what do we see over the course of the weekend? He got stronger and stronger and stronger. And I think that by Thursday, I think he'll come out and play strong. I think he'll be tied for lead or ahead. I think he's going to play from lead the whole time. And I love both of these numbers. If you want to play him without, I'm cool. I did like John Rom though. Or with, at plus 400, I love both those numbers. I, I want to just, I just want to highlight something Coach said there. And we were watching closely last week on marquee group coverage and Scheffler being, you know, one of the top dogs in the game was on there a couple of times. And I, I, I was concerned at the way he was putting it because ordinarily he's a fantastic recovery artist and the putting stroke has become increasingly hooky. It's like he's making a swing part that's a little inside out. The face is closing down. And on the final green last week, he missed from like three feet, if not less. Turned out okay that he got the number one ranking. But when I saw this, I was like, whoa, just time for a little pause here because unless he gets that ironed out very quickly, it, it is cause for concern because you're going to have to make those putts coming down the stretch. Uh, Patrick Cantlay for myself, coach, and Mark. Honorable mention Tony Finau, who is still, even with Will Zalatoris uh, withdrawing, he went from 22 to 1 to 20 to 1. I think he's like the like he's like he's the furthest back guy. Like I think I think Finau's got uh, a good crack at this for, for 20 to 1. KP, uh, you are going with the man at the top of the board, Scott Scheffler. Scott Scheffler, yes. Uh, for maybe the first time ever, I actually checked the outline too early. Uh, that's never happened. I didn't see this part. I think it got added later on. It was a late ad in your Okay, okay. Um, yeah, Scheffler, I think that was who you were just talking about with the putting, right, Mark? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think it's a great point, and that's what. Thanks for paying attention, Kyle. Well, I was reading. I I was reading something else. I'm sorry. Um, okay. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding you. I wanted to confirm that uh, the putting has not been good. You know, if you look at, and I think we've talked about this on here. You look at his last six or seven events. It's not pretty, and it's and it's the reason he's not. I mean, his ball striking, his numbers, and 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 you watch him, and everything he's doing is very similar to. February, March, April, when he was winning everything. His short game has not been there, which is why he's not winning everything. Um, it did improve last week, which I thought was, it couldn't have gotten worse, obviously, after Memphis, but it did improve last week, which I think is important. And it just, and this is an intangible, and I realize this is a dumb reason to pick somebody to win the Tour Championship and the FedEx Cup, but this has been the year that he's owned. And how many times have we seen it at the Tour Championship where it's Spieth wins in the year that he owned in 2015. Justin Thomas wins in 2017, the year that he owned. We, we often see guys, for whatever reason, even if they won a lot early in the year, cap the year with you know this huge end-of-year bonus money, all the stuff, uh, win. And I think that's what we're going to see again with Scheffler, especially with that lead going in. Scotty Scheffler plus 220 to win the tour championship. That's Kyle's selection. Coach is double dipping. Can't lay with the strokes. Can't lay without the strokes. Mark, you are looking at the man who won or at least tied the shadow leaderboard <laughs> last year. It's not Kevin Na. You're doing this again. Yeah, the shadow leaderboard. Um, now, I. I'm battling myself on this question when it was texted to me. I'm battling myself with Rory and Xander because they're both so appealing. But something happened to John Rahm last week to me. And he was playing. It was ratty. I mean, it was scrappy for the first, you know, 27 holes. 
Then all of a sudden on the 10th green, we had him in coverage and he had like 10 feet for par. And I had him as a one and done selection last week. So I was paying attention and he had a putt and he kept his head down for like a beat longer and made it. Same thing on the next hole, made it again. Then all of a sudden he rattles off an eagle and a couple, three birdies to get the round in at like one under. Then the next morning we got him in coverage. He goes out and shoots a bogey free 66. I think it was like six, five or 66, um, five under. Following day, bogey free 60, whatever it was, to finish inside the top 10. He was driving it fantastic. His iron game was not that sharp, but he started to make putts and he got some of that, not the ROM, I'm feeling sorry for myself. Nothing goes my way. When I hit a, a bad shot, I get punished excessively. He looked like he was having fun. There were lots of smiles. He was swinging free and he was just playing flat out and free flowing. And I was like, wow, pay attention now because the way he's driving it with a little bit of, um, honestly, a little bit of wind in his sails. I think this week he could, he could certainly be a contender because he has played well here before. He certainly has nine to one for John Rahm to win the tour championship uh, without strokes coach. I imagine. So this is kind of the, the other thing to consider here while we're educating and entertaining. If there's a tie like there was with Kevin Na and John Rahm last year, I imagine they'll just use dead heat rules. You'd get John Rahm four and a half to one, for example, because obviously we're not going to go to a playoff to determine who won Correct. the leaderboard without the strokes. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and normally, you know what we tell people here on the show? If it's below minus 1,000, you cannot bet that until this week. Because plus 900, when it's only 30 dudes, and John Rahm, is, that's a number that we get with him in a full field sometimes. Sure. Think about it. What's it? Plus 1,100? Plus 1,200? So to me, this is... In Mexico. <laughs> that, yeah, I called that event. I was like, this is crazy. So when you got plus 900, you have to seriously think about playing that and i love what swanee said about billy horschel because when you're so far back you can play free you can play free so why wouldn't you play something a little sprinkle on horschel at 50 to 1 to come through the back door but i love that plus 900 number as well yeah plus 900 john rom i went with matt fitzpatrick 18 to 1 i think he shoots two three maybe one round of four under par he's got himself in the mix and he's enough shots back where it's going to be foot on the pedal throughout as he tries to chase down scotty scheffler at the top of the board kp you've opted to go with rory mcelroy yeah some interesting numbers here uh last week was his second best driving performance of the year behind only the open championship which is crazy and it was his second worst putting performance of the year. I don't think he's going to go back-to-back -back horrible putting performances. He obviously plays well at Eastlake. Uh, this is actually, Rick, you probably already know this. This is the best putting season he's ever had on the PGA Tour in terms of, of strokes game, which is it sucks that he's not gotten more out of that, right? Like he's only won, what, twice this year, which is for him, you know, an average amount. For anybody else, it's a lot, but for him, it's an average amount. Uh, no majors came close in three of them or four of them, really. Uh, so yeah, I think he, without the strokes, has a good chance of of putting this away for uh, for another for a third victory, sort so, of OWGR victory. Yeah, seven to one is that number for Rory McIlroy to win without the starting strokes. Okay, gents, we have one last thing to do one more time this season we have to go through our one and done selections and discuss the implications of them but first we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners robert half research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring if you have open roles chances are you're feeling this too that's why you need robert half our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. CBS Wednesday. We have so many cool, diverse people from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different upbringings, and it just keeps growing. Citizen of the United States. I'm a hustler. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I'm the queen of the tribe. I am playing whatever role I gotta play. I'm gonna play this game full speed. I ain't going down like no punk. 
A new Survivor, Wednesday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. And we're back. Jacob, are you able and available to come in here so that we can all get on the same page? Because uh, we are using... Correct me here. Uh, FedEx, St. Jude, or BMW Championship. They were the same payouts. Doubling them for 1 through 30. Is that an accurate statement? That is an accurate statement. So that means first place is 5.4 million. Is that an accurate statement? That is that is correct. I have the tie table right here. Okay. So we, you know, 2.7 goes to the winner. Double that. Boom. 5.4. So what's second place? Uh, solo second would be 1.6. So 3.2. So 3.2. That's dirty. That's a lot of cheese. It's a dirty, lot. Dirty, dirty, dirty. Okay, thank you, Jacob. So that's that's what we're dealing with this week. So when you talk about, um, well, Kyle, I think you're mathematically eliminated. But everybody else, everybody else is still technically live. I believe. Wait, is Sia? Is Sia alive? How can Sia be alive? <laughs> He's. I, I. I've stopped mentioning Sia's picks. Okay. Okay. Uh, he is, he's not live. Uh, cause if you got 5.4, you'd get to 11. Yeah, it's not, it's not going to happen for you. That's okay. You can move up the leaderboard in a substantial fashion. And Mark, uh, that $3 million lead that you had a couple of weeks ago down to 1.4 million, the fans, the closest in your rear view. Yeah. But you know what? I was thinking about this because, well, I was thinking maybe too much because I was like, well, you know, this crowd now are trying everything to unseat me in the final week, but it's fine because if you had to say to me, you get one player to line up to get the thing done for you. If you're the captain of, I don't know, let's call it the International President's Cup and Rory's on your team, he's my anchor guy. You know, he's been my anchor guy for the last couple of seasons. He's always proved me right. So, you know, whatever happens, I'm going with McElroy. So that, that's how we are. Okay. Uh, also, Jacob, I guess I should have confirmed. We confirmed this a couple of weeks ago. We are using the starting strokes. Correct. Yes, we yeah. are using the starting yes, strokes. Yes, we are. Yep. We knew that a couple weeks ago. Just, just so we're all on the same page. That's the way this is shaping up. Mark, Mark has to feel like <laughs> a little bit like Scheffler of, of like, what the hell do I have to do to win this thing? <laughs> <laughs> all I've done is lead it for you know forty straight we or whatever, and uh, it's a little bit the argument of you know maybe just the the. Yeah, it, it just it's 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 a hard position to be in when you lead for 40 straight weeks and then maybe you get clipped at the very end. So we can go we can look at the numbers. Uh, big thanks to Elijah, who all year long has managed the fan vote. So thank you very much. He sent me over the results of that. And I can tell you that the fans have opted to roll out starting at three under par. Friend of the pod, Scott Stallings. Is there something? Wow. Wait, wait, wait a second. That's Rick. who I Rick. have to Rick. Coach is, coach wow. is done. Coach is done. done. Rick, 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 Rick. So you telling me that the fans who didn't play in the fall blew their load so hard that Scott Stallings, a guy who <laughs> wasn't an interesting in the phrase. Field, yeah, thank you, Mark. Forgive me. They, 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 just, <laughs> they, they lost control of themselves. That They're picking a guy who wasn't That's in the not field. not better. That is... But however you want to phrase it, that is a correct. That's correct. So they um, had, um, let's see. So I guess if you're just looking at the leaderboard, they had used uh, Scotty Scheffler. Obviously, they used Patrick Cantley. They used basically everybody down to. They hadn't used Sepp Straka. So it was basically Sepp Straka or Scott Stallings were their options for this week. When you look at the leaderboard, and Coach, you mentioned it. You're you're not gonna you're not gonna win the one and okay. done. Fans ahead well, of you. Here, here's the deal. Nobody talks more trash than I do. So I can take it as well as I, I give it. However, when people are talking trash to me on Twitter, and it happens every <laughs> single day, when we're literally handing them the best choices that you could possibly have, <laughs> I'm, I'm done with the trash talk. So next year, you guys are going to you're gonna vote on your own. I'm changing the rules. There's not going to be any more million-dollar start. There's not going to be any more, hey, here's Xander. He plays well this week. No, 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 no. You guys think you're so smart at home? Pick them yourself. By the way, I've got to listen to my own advice because what Mark did was smart. He laid out. I was so busy. I said, ah, I'll just go as I go along. I don't have anybody above Scott Stallings that I can use. I was forced to use Scott Stallings, and it's all my fault. Next year, I will be better. So what's going to be interesting is 
we're we're also going to have to deal with whoever this fan is that won the the uh, the auction. Right. It's probably it's honestly it's probably Tom Kim after he's been in our comments so often. <laughs> he's, he's he has been, year, and he has been a avid listener and viewer of the First Cup Pod. It could be Tom Kim. That would be sick. Uh, so yeah, it, it's uh, I do love I do love Coach already changing the rules for next year though. That's that's right right out of his playbook. <laughs> <laughs> you damn right. You always got to evolve. You got to make things better. You got to make it more entertaining. You can't. What I've been saying about laurels. This is what I've been saying about the PGA Tour. And I agreed with you, but not blowing it up. I said change is good. Change is good. Fair. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Rory McIlroy four under par. Scott Stallings three oh. under par. Mark has gone with Rory. The fans, coach, and myself have gone. With Scott Stallings, Jacob, how do you have Patrick Cantlay remaining? What have you screwed up to this point in which you have Patrick Cantlay? <laughs> well, with Patrick Cantlay, you can just automatically eliminate and say you're not going to use him in any of the four majors. So yeah. that that really helps you out like a lot. I just never had a, a spot where I wanted to use him. I mean, you know, it was between Rasmus Hoygaard and and Patrick Cantlay some weeks, and I just went with the with the Hoygaard brother and. Lo and behold, Cantlay fell into my lap for the tour championship. And he luckily, I don't I'd like to like pretend like this is a galaxy brain thing where I predicted that he'd be playing hot right now. Uh, but it just turned out to where, you know, come the British Open, I was like, I guess I'm gonna have to save Cantley for the tour championship. You, you almost got him at 10, also. Uh you almost yeah, almost yeah. did. His boy Xander. Crooked Xander. Do you guys know what happened the other day? Did you guys hear the story? Oh, boy. I went to – this is a true story. True story on my kids. I took my son to Roger Dunn. We always hang out there. Guy walks up to me right when I walk in the door. Swear to God. And he goes, oh, my God, Coach, I love your show. Can I take a picture? Sure, no problem. Snap a picture. He turns to me. The first thing he says, is the jeweler really that good at picking golf? <laughs> I swear to God. I said, yes, he is. That's the first person he asked about was the jeweler. Jacob, couldn't believe it. True That's story. That's so good. Uh, That's incredible. You don't have to yeah. do the deep post-mortem right now, but just an honorable, like, Jacob has used the following players in one and done this year. Aaron Rye, uh, he used Patrick Reed. Ricky Fowler, he used Nikolai Hoygaard. I don't think he used both of them, only one of the Hoygaards. He used Morgan Hoffman, <laughs> Morgan Hoffman at one point. He used Seb Straka at one point. Seamus Power, he already used Scott Stallings and Adam <laughs> This is like a an amazing list of guys that you have put together to get to the position that you're in, hey, and he, very live to win it all. He didn't. Uh, he didn't use uh, Marty Fish though, so I've got that on him. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I, I got a. I, I got a Bubba Watson in there. He made zero dollars from me before he jumped to live, so that was also <laughs> a smart play. Yeah, you did use all the live guys, I think, before before they got out of town. Uh, Greg has gone with Max Homa. He's the lone wolf. Is Greg still? Greg yeah. would need to win and Rory need a ton of help. Yeah, he. Yeah. I don't think he. I don't think he can do it. No, it would. Even it would, the, the, the least you can get is a million, right? Or c close to it. Five hundred thousand. But we double. Well, but we're using. Oh, that's a million. Okay, right. Gotcha. Well, yeah. well, but yeah, but yeah, we're like, using uh St. Jude. So it's, I think Jacob had it in the outline. It's like nine, 900 something. 907. So yeah, it would be. So Mark, Mark will, auto, Mark will get to 13, three and yeah, Greg couldn't, I don't think Greg could get there. I don't think he could either. Yeah. Unless. He'd be at, yeah. Cause even, even if, even if Scotty or even if Rory withdrew, he'd get 900,000. Yeah. Yeah. So what was, so what was last place at Memphis then? Was it that much? Well, 30th, 30th, not last. Okay, okay, 30th. Okay, so what was 30th there? It's like 450 or something. Okay. That's so much. No, it'd be like 100,000. Well, then so, how then, then how is the minimum here 900? Payouts, FedEx, St. Jude. Google will fix this. Um, how about we tweet it out? <laughs> we're like, like, All right. Well, 31st, 31st was 78,000. So that would be one one hundred fifty thousand. FedEx St. Jude thirtieth. Interesting. All right. What? Go to Okay. So so Greg is still alive. 
Yeah, because 30th yeah, is... Where'd you get little... that 900,000 number, Jacob? Uh, I mean, where where is this right here? Oh, I mean, I think I'm just looking at what Mark needs to when to beat me because I don't uh, care about I don't care about y'all. It all comes back. <laughs> I don't care about y'all. <laughs> Rick, Rick, and I messed that up. We were we're idiots. Yeah. Sorry. So, so by the I mean, way, that's I, still. I, I, I... Go ahead, Jacob. Oh, the, and that's still contingent on for like in my case, Cantlay winning. So so Cantley would need to win, and then on top of that, basically, if Rory finishes anything better than third, Jacob laid screwed. out all the scenarios in the outline that are only that are only applicable to him. Is yes. Well, I mean, <laughs> I respect it. I respect I'm not, that. I'm not rolling out Scott Stallings. So to you know, <laughs> so Greg is still alive. Uh, it would take a lot, but Greg is still so, alive. So so you're telling me that I need my guy to finish third or better, Jacob? Is that is that correct? Uh, yes. I mean, that, right. that pretty much guarantees it. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, by the way, I've never wanted, I, I've wanted a lot of things in my life. I have never wanted something more than Jacob winning this week. <laughs> that is ugly, man. <laughs> it would be, it would be, it would have a very sub wins the FedEx yeah. Cup. To it. <laughs> be Jordan, Jordan Spieth for you. Yeah. I'm confused by this as well. I see a lot of comments about how I've already picked him. It, the one and done spreadsheet says that I have not, but I swear I picked him for the masters. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm picking him because he's not on my one and done column in the spreadsheet. Yeah. We had uh, Thomas at the masters, at least in the spreadsheet. And maybe I, maybe I changed that at the last minute, but uh, anyway, that's who, it, he, he was the best player available. As commissioner will allow it, because I mean, I, I don't know what difference it's going to make. Okay. We're not we're not doing okay. relegation this year, so we'll just Correct. let it slide. The other, th I mean, the, my problem is I had Zalatoris, uh, Tita, like in the queue, and uh, I actually picked Zalatoris. I I sent mine in on Monday, and Jacob texted me today and said I had to obviously repick. We're gonna we're gonna sell a sponsorship to a like some firm to audit our one and done spot. Uh, one and done. <laughs> <laughs> Google, Google uh, Sheets. So yeah, I wanted Zalatoris because he would have started at seven under. I think he could, you know he would probably have finished top six at worst. And uh, but I'll settle for Spieth and whatever insanity he brings to my life this week. Two under par. T16 is where he will start. Sia Ajad, Hideki Matsuyama is his pick. He'll also start two under at a tie for 16th. Gentlemen, here we go. It is the Tour Championship. It will start on Thursday morning. We will determine our FedEx Cup champ, likely our player of the year, all that fun stuff. And then we will get two weeks off before the Fortinet and then the President's Cup and everything else. So any final thoughts before we get out of here on the last Yes, Mark. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give my final thought before Coach does. Okay. He's going to tell you to come and follow them on the main feed on ESPN Plus to watch this tour championship. I would recommend, be way, way more up your alley. If you come and watch the, the marquee group the entire week, um, it's a really cool group of announcers. There's some awesome marquee groups. And so I think that would be a better option than the main feed on ESPN Plus. Yeah, and they're also giving out some pillows because everybody's going to be asleep. So there is wow. that. Wow. <laughs> I love this with you. I love this so much with you. Let's go. That's all I needed. Oh, I love this, Robert. I've been presented. Kyle, save me here. He just me also, also wait, follow, also wait, follow wait, me. Wait, 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 wait. He just called me Trevor. Did you do that on purpose? I didn't call you Trevor. Oh, okay. I said I love this rivalry so much. No, I didn't call you Trevor. Oh, no. Also, follow me and Rick on Twitter. Uh, I did look up the <laughs> 99 Rams. 99 Rams. Marshall Falk, Isaac Bruce, Tory Holt, uh, Oz, Oz Zahir Hakeem, Ricky Prohl. Oh, Ricky Prohl. was great. Those are kind of the main guys. I was such a Bruce fan. Great Fastest show, show on turf. Those yeah. team, that team was that team was sweet. That team was awesome. Marshall Falk actually led the team in receptions, coach. Eighty-seven receptions. Me. They used to just they used to just, just dump it to him. Yeah, and let, let him do his work. Yeah, oh, they were his awesome. work. Yeah. You know who I loved? Edron James. Remember him? He was yeah, my he was great. The yeah. U. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. right. 
there you go. We'll end on that. Uh, round by round recaps the rest of the way, obviously. But for now, big thanks to producer Jacob. Does all the hard work behind the scenes. Mark Immelman available at Mark underscore Immelman. End on Marquee Groups. The coach available at the Coach Rules. End on the main feed. Kyle Porter available on Twitter at Kyle Porter CBS and a podcast near you. You can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut. We'll catch you next time. Should you ever set foot outside of the motel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller. For the last four years, I've been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow, now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan.